This is the DCN Weekly, the podcast that brings you a regular roundup of Australia's maritime and logistics news. This episode is for the week ending the 4th of November 2022, and I'm DCN editor Ian Ackerman. The top story for this past week has been industrial action on the tugs, Switzer tugs to be specific. The Maritime Union of Australia, the Australian Institute of Maritime and Power Engineers, and the Australian Maritime Officers Union have been issuing notices of protected industrial action on a near daily basis for the past week. The unions have issued notice of a range of indefinite bans on various kinds of work, as well as other work bans that extend through the end of November. They have also issued notices of work stoppages that run from 4 to 24 hours at various ports. The work bans and stoppages on Switzer tugs are taking place at ports around Australia, including Albany, Brisbane, Cairns, Eden, Fremantle, Geraldton, Quinana, Lucinda, Melbourne, Marillion, Newcastle, Port Kembla, Port Pirie, Sydney, both Port Jackson and Port Botany, and Western Port. The unions have also issued bans on the performance of work on vessels from a certain shipping line, as Switzer said. We at the DCN understand that that shipping line is Switzer's parent company, Maersk. These rounds of protected industrial action are the latest salvos in a long enterprise bargaining agreement negotiation process. The workers' previous agreement expired in 2019. And in January, Switzer applied to the Fair Work Commission to terminate the enterprise bargaining agreement with the MUA, AMOU, and AIMPE. The company said the agreement had led to inefficiencies and limitations on workplace productivity. In August, the Fair Work Commission postponed proceedings on the EBA termination, which were to begin on the 8th of August, to December this year and February next year. An amendment to the Fair Work Act, which is currently before Parliament, would remove the company's ability to unilaterally terminate enterprise bargaining agreements. And also in the news this week, Pacific International Lines has launched PIL Intermodal Services, which it says will complement its container shipping service. PIL said it now offers train, truck and barge services across its existing network in Oceania, Asia, Africa, the Middle East and Latin America. PIL CEO Lars Kastrup said the company's network of global offices, agencies and partners would help enable point-to-point connectivity across land and sea. Also in this news this past week, the Western Australian government has awarded engineering consulting firm WSP Australia the contract to lead the supply chain integrated design project for a proposed new container terminal at Quinana, south of Fremantle. WA Ports Minister Rita Safiotti said WSP's work would help the state government better understand various options for both the new port and the surrounding road and rail infrastructure. Under the $15.2 million contract, WSP will model and refine design options for the new terminal and surrounding road and rail network. And finally, authorities in Hong Kong intercepted a record-breaking shipment of methamphetamine packed in a shipping container bound for Australia. The drugs were concealed in cartons of coconut water that was being shipped from Mexico to New South Wales via Hong Kong. Mexico-based Australian federal police officers alerted their counterparts in Hong Kong that a suspicious consignment was on its way to Australia. 
The AFP and Australian Border Force in Hong Kong worked with the Hong Kong Customs and Excise to intercept the consignment when it reached the city. The consignment amounted to 1.8 million tons, making it the largest ever meth bust in Hong Kong. Police estimated its wholesale value in Australia would have been about $540 million. And that's all for the top stories for the week ending on the 4th of November 2022. For more on these stories and for more up-to-date maritime news, head to thedcn.com.au. And also, the DCN 2022 Shipping and Maritime Industry Awards are being held next week on Thursday in Melbourne. Here's wishing all the finalists the best of luck, and I'm looking forward to seeing everyone there. And also, tune in next week to the DCN Weekly for special coverage of the event. Thanks for listening.